0: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at Sleep Number Stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: Hello, this is Matt and Ben and we are The Naked Professors. Welcome to our brand new podcast. It's lovely to have you here, Ben. Say hello and welcome. Hello. Yes, yes, we're doing this. How much fun. Oh, do you
2: know what? And this this one I'm so excited about because yeah. this is our story and this is going to be so I
1: don't know, I think there's going to be so much passion and interest in us having this conversation. Because we have a a, a lovely story about how we met, don't we? We do have a lovely story. It was a beautiful moment. Um, I'll start this off about how we met and we'll just interject. Let's do it. We'll work this out as as it goes. Yes. Okay, so... Ben and I, we met on a flight on the way to Ibiza for a friend's wedding. Now, think of this. A flight to Ibiza, how many seats are there, Ben? There's hundreds. Hundreds of seats. But we were sat right next to each other, going to the same wedding, and we'd never met before. So it was just two seats in our row, which is always a bit weird. It is. So we sat down. I was... On my way back, really, from New Zealand, I just I come from the Lion's Tour, so I was just all over the place. I was happy to sleep for two hours. And and you were kind of tired too, weren't you? You were at the long end of a I long time. I mean,
2: pre-Ibiza, I think there's always a bit of a plan to get a power nap in. Power you know? nap,
1: pre-Ibiza anxiety. Yes, is exactly. Truth. Get the rest in when you can. Exactly, exactly. And and that didn't happen at all. We, we bonded straight away over our passion and and ideas about mental health. It's, it's a subject that's very, very, very close to our hearts and our stories connected, we connected. And here we are, a year later, sitting down, doing what we love, trying to help people, trying to understand our own minds and talking about mental health. It's yeah. a special moment for us, right?
2: It really is. And I can't wait to do this with you because the moment we sat down, the moment we started talking... It was a you know a very very authentic and very vulnerable conversation that we, we just played out accidentally and I remember having a, a a conversation in my head should I be telling Matt about what I'm up to you know and and mm-hmm. you hadn't really disclosed anything at this point you know but the nature of the conversation was that it was open and vulnerable and i remember just thinking it might sound a bit weird but I think I'm going to have to tell him what I'm doing here and I'm going to have to tell him that I'm doing this this blog where I take all my clothes off and he's only met <laughs> me for ten minutes and is he going to think I'm completely weird or are we going to bond over yeah. this
1: and um it was, and a, it was a question in my head i'm so glad that you did because i do not like small talk no. and and what's really funny um guys out there is that whenever we do get together it's just straight into it we got so many ideas because what we are we are two young guys ish once uh, once we were young once <laughs> um that have come together after f- a few years of Self exploration and all that type of stuff. Um, I come from a, a working class valleys background, and, and Ben's story. You come from a.
2: I mean, look, I had a privileged upbringing. Really, I was very lucky. Um, but I guess the difference in 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 my story is that. My family naturally, that my way of growing up was very, very closed. you know we weren't an open family that talked emotions or, or, or you know got to, to deep conversations mm. it was it was fairly you know we were all met with four men three three brothers and, and, and our poor mum who was kind of subjected by these guys who were were fairly shut off you know if, if I'm honest and um uh, that was our way of being and and for thirty years that's the way I lived, and that was normal to me and you know there came a point I think at thirty where I thought to myself, yeah. Is this is this the best for me? Is this the right way? And yeah. I had a a unique experience or a unique setup in my body and that I struggled with a sexual satisfaction that I'm very open with and talk about. And that was showing up and it was pointing me towards changing, really. Yeah. You know, now I look back, it was my body shouting at me, stop being this way. And that led to me seeing a coach, and
1: that began began the beginning of my uh, mental um, health. When was this? What's the timeline of this? So I'm 37 now, so seven years ago. Seven years ago. Yeah. Mine is uh, nine years ago. Yeah. Uh, and my, my story is very similar. We, we yeah. both end up in the same place, which is beautiful, and that's the moment. Yes. Uh, different backgrounds, etc. It doesn't necessarily matter. I went through a very difficult time in 2009, yeah. um, where it, it got to the point where I, I nearly took my own life. Um, And that's, I think, the lowest I can ever imagine anybody going. Of course, people do get lower, and that's something I will work until the day I die trying to help people not get to that point because that is gut-wrenching for me. So for me to go through that, it was a four-year period beforehand uh, uh, along the same lines. There was something within me that desperately wasn't happy, desperately wasn't happy with myself. And what what eventually got me down was the fact that I... I didn't understand why I felt so depressed or whatever, anxious or down. I I couldn't understand it because at that time I had a great girlfriend. Um, My family, the best family, you know, I love them dearly and they have always been so supportive. Um, And at that time I got my first ever paid kind of journalist job. So things on paper were actually pretty good for me, but there was this horrible cloud around me regardless of my situation or my environment and I just hated myself for for, for, for feeling that way because I was giving myself as you know, the, the hard time Who? what have you got to be depressed about which is what a lot of people go through isn't it it is yeah and I, I think that's really relatable you
2: know I think yeah. in society that, that we live in these days we are pointed in a direction that it's you know this is what you've got to achieve get this job and get this girlfriend or wife and house and kids and everything. and lots of people achieve it and yet there's this emptiness inside. And I think that's probably very similar to what you experienced. You, know? you yeah. know,
1: everything was going great in your life, but yet there was this emptiness inside. And I'm one of the lucky ones that didn't go through with the suicide. And that's that's mm. so, weirdly, that's so easy for me to say. Mm. And, and and I thought it would be difficult. I, I remember talking f- at first about my mental health issues um, in 2013. And it was with Ruth and And I was working on a TV show called This Morning. And... That was my truth. And it was the easiest thing for me to say, but I hadn't dealt with it. And that's the moment when I went, oh my God, I need to sort this stuff out because been, it had been a few years since the, my, my bad time. And then at that moment, I went, actually, I really need to go to the deep problem that I have, or is there a problem? And start asking some questions, which is where I think, which it ties in with, well with us completely because we are on a path, aren't we? We're on this, we, I used to poo-poo the wishy-washy namaste med- meditation all the stuff I, I still kind of do it a little bit which is silly but I'm opening up to all of this stuff and I, and what I love about us two the two of us is that we're doing this at the same time together and we can swap notes and whenever we do get together there's an, there's this energy of self-care caring we're trying to work everything out which is why we're doing this podcast completely and I And I, I totally get
2: that and I think you know, there is this aspect of us that's come from this background of being completely shut off to all this stuff. We had no understanding. And probably 10 years ago, if someone said to you, Matt, you're going to be doing something around mental health, or Matt, you're going to be doing doing some meditation classes or some mindfulness, you're going to be talking about these things, you'd be like, no, I'm not. You know, it's not me. And, that's how I felt. I was completely shut off to this stuff. I was the least likely person of all to to get into any of this stuff, um, and that's what makes it really quite special for me. In that I've come from that absolute shut off place. How know? bad?
1: How bad did it get for
2: you? I, d- I don't think I ever realised. You know, I was completely unaware of of the, what I felt. I was just living. You know, I was just normal. I was just doing what society said was normal. So I was just unaware blissful blissful ignorance I'd describe it as and I probably wouldn't have changed nothing would have happened for me I'd have kept living that way with an empty feeling inside really if it wasn't for this my body shouting at me saying you need to change you know if this whole sex aspect was coming up if that didn't come up I would never have seen the coach I would have never tried to change I'd have just kept living so I'm in this strange situation now where, where that that showed up and now I'm actually thankful for it because I've listened to my body and my body was shouting at me and I think it was saying something like you need to become more authentic. You need to dig a, dig a bit deeper. You need to start embracing who you really are. Stop trying to fit in. Stop trying to be who you think the world wants to see. Yes. Start actually really embracing what you are. You know, I, I was always, um, I think, really quite a sensitive child and, and and growing up. And yet, a man was meant not meant to be like that. And I cared. Mm. And I wanted. To, and I didn't like the bullies. And I, w- I was. You know I felt sorry for them and yet you know it was almost cool to be the bully to be kind of you know doing that kind of stuff and so yeah. and I was in that mixed situation of you coming from a very
1: masculine family yeah don't you were the youngest of three boys yeah so that's in itself difficult because it's lots of elbows and rugby boys as well yeah your you brother's huge you know and yeah. that's that's difficult to jostle for a position there right I think so it is
2: yeah um, that that is the that's kind of it, that was what being cool was to me growing up. You know, I wanted to be, I aspired to be that kind of lad, but it didn't really sit bigger, with me. faster, bigger, faster, louder. stronger, louder, shout the loudest, be the one who got the most girls, would do all that stuff. You know, that was that was what I aspired to be, but I don't think that's what my soul wanted for me. Yeah, you know, my, my soul was actually be kind, be gentle, be compassionate, be sensitive, be, be be vulnerable. You know, and and get deeper with people, and have this conflict within and and.
1: Yeah, that that was well, this is what we, we talk about a lot. We mm. we see so many divorce rates and men uh, suffering from massive depression and the suicide rates, especially in demographics where I grew up on the rise constantly and there must be a reason for this, which is why we get together and we try and work this out. There must be a reason and, and this who who you want to be or knowing who you are is far more important than well, who who you think you should be. And there's so many guys and girls that get to 30, 40 and they've done everything they should have done. They they leave school, they get a job, they find somebody, they get married, then they have two kids, they have the house and the mortgage and that's tick, 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 tick. I should be happy now because that's how society portrays happiness and that's how we should all live. And then a lot of people are going, ah, it was a trap. It's not making me happy. This is not who I am. And I think we are living in this world where we're going to have many different jobs along the way. We're always going to be working a lot longer and later, like our retirement age is going to be 90 because houses are so expensive. So we have to adapt. I think the conflict is in this. This is my idea anyway. The, the, The conflict that you had, this is not who I am like I had. I was 28 going, this, I don't know what I'm doing. I, I, this is not who I am, I'm not comfortable. Mm. And luckily I didn't do the horrific thing to myself. And ever since then, it feels like that was my first day of birth mm. because there's this wide opening idea of who am I, what am I supposed to do and what do I want? Because that's a really difficult question to answer. Mm. Was, what do you want? Yeah, and, and a, a lot of people don't get around to
2: answering it. They get, you know, I always use this phrase of autopilot, unfortunately. It's really easy, particularly for us in London, of just following, going on the treadmill, following, doing what we're meant yeah. to do. That's, that's the way that we're pointed, and we think that makes sense. And um, for, sometimes it is the answer. For a lot of people, that works, and we're not, yeah. not saying it's wrong, but... You know, I, my philosophy and what I've learned and the journey that I've been on, we tried to avoid that word journey for so long, but it was going to come out... Clang!
1: <laughs> i got to do a shot now. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, journey that's bingo. Gonna, it's not going to be the last time, is it, unfortunately? No. Um, but yeah, and the journey that I've, I've been on is, is that is that whole exploration of self-discovery, of who I really am, not who society wants to see. And it's a massive journey and it's, it's hard because... Being that person in the first place was, was what was accepted. You know, my friends saw me that way. That was how, who I was. That was how I was kind of labelled, if you like. That's what people expected from me. And whether or not it was really me or not, that's, that's how it was seen. And the hardest journey is to say... Actually, that's not me. I'm going to change it, and I'm going to become something that that you guys might not necessarily recognise. And I'm going to do things here that you might think are a bit weird, or, um. Mm. But actually, this is a whole thing in terms of your own relationship with yourself. And I and I went on a mission to really start loving who I was and start being proud of the what I represented and the things that I did. And you know, it's this whole self-love thing. I I didn't love who I was. I was being who I wasn't meant to be because yeah. it fitted in and. Um, but That's that, huge.
1: That it, it's it's really hard to mm. look within yourself, mm. and I've been there. It would be so much easier if I could have just stayed in Kafili and and lived the 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 life, because mm. that is there. That's mm. an option, and I and it didn't fit well with me. I don't know what does, and it's mm. and knowing my the big thing for me on my journey is go. that here we go, ting ting ting, <laughs> shot number two. I um, <laughs> I um along my way is realizing that you might think you have the answer or the answer might be close by but the actual process and the, oh god the journey <laughs> is is the paradise is the questioning and and that's where i feel that's the place i'm in now like, I might marry somebody next year and have all the kids and all that, but that would be the right time for me. Maybe it wouldn't have been the right time 10 years ago. And, and whatever the answer is, I don't know. That is so, it's, it's some pleasure in taking the pressure off not knowing yeah. and asking questions and searching. Yeah. And the search is so much fun. And it's not always going to Thailand and chanting with people or no. trying yoga. It's just what we do, having yeah. a conversation.
0: For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.
1: Yeah. I think
2: that's so important to me. It's getting a bit deeper, isn't it? It's, it's, you know, like we did when we first met. You know, I think that's where the connection came because we just dug a little bit deeper than mm. the norm, you know, in, in our early conversation. I think that's why I, I divulged to you what I was doing because we were immediately just digging beneath yeah. the, the average surface conversation and and um, that told me perhaps it was going to be okay to talk to you. Yeah. Um, but we could talk about this all day. We could, you know, we could, two hours' time, we could still be talking about our journeys yes. and everything else. But what we really need to address, which probably people are wondering... Uh, the, the elephant in the room.
1: <laughs> there is an elephant but in he the can't room. See. <laughs> so, um, for, for any of you that's a, a question or wondering why, we are bearing all on our what are the what do you call it, a thumbnail? Is that what it is? Our so. poster, our yeah. imagery, our square image. Is is th- there's a picture of us with our bottoms out. <laughs> uh, ben, you've got the best answer for this, haven't you? Tell tell everybody why uh, we've done this.
2: I mean I guess I'm at the stage unfortunately where I, where my natural inclination to say this is what I do. You know, it's almost my job is taking my clothes off these days, which is a worrying thing to say. You but- do
1: look like a Greek god though, <laughs> and I'm really regretting me doing it too, next to you.
2: I think you're too kind to me, but, but <laughs> thank you.
1: Um, What's it all about? Why were you the naked professor?
2: Because there's a burning desire in, inside of me to really want to show myself, you know, to be... We talked before about, you know, not showing up and being what I wanted, what society wanted me to be. And I had this real desire that I, I wanted to show up and I wanted to give the real me, you know, at long last. You know, I've been on this round four journey and... Um, and for a long time I hadn't been the real me and so I started writing about all this stuff um, and I wanted to be vulnerable and I wanted to be free to show who I really was I wanted to be creative you know I didn't want to be an autopilot doing what I was meant to do and credit my own journey um, I wanted to all these things you know I wanted to be free fundamentally and I wrote, I was writing about all these things and, and yet I know on the internet there's so much noise, you know, there's so many people doing their thing, there's podcasts coming Everybody's out. Everybody's a blogger these days. Everyone's right? a blogger, you know, and, and to, to get your message across you need to engage an audience, you need to capture attention. And I was in Yosemite National um, National Park a few years ago and with a friend and we were just messing around, boys being boys, lads. That's what we were doing. We took all our kids off in this beautiful uh, sort of just forest, mountains, Waterfalls, it was incredible, and um, started taking pictures of each other. <laughs> each other. Lads will be lads <laughs> just, after all. Exactly. <laughs>
1: um,
2: I don't really know when I'm talking about it now. I'm like, that was weird, that was kind of weird, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> um, um, but we did it, and, and even weirder, I posted it on my own Instagram page, and one uh, way or the other, I noticed that. You know, that image got more engagement than what I was having for breakfast or me walking to the park or whatever it was. You know, that people, whether it's people laughing at me, joking or saying, what the hell are you doing, Ben, you idiot. It drew attention. People captured attention. and, And yet, so that was the first stage. And then the second part was me was like, hang on a minute. That image represents so much of what I'm about these days, which is this freedom to represent who you are, removing the masks, being vulnerable, you know, sharing everything. So there's no, I'm not trying to be anything I'm not anymore. You know, this is everything stripped back, bearing all, um, you know, I'm, I'm, this word vulnerability is a huge thing for me. I, yeah. I'm really passionate about it. And that's what the image is. I could, I'm could, i a vulnerable silhouette of this guy Um but i I think
1: because when i see the picture and i and i know you uh there's there there could be the easy assumption that oh here's a guy that's in great shape he wants to get attention to whatever he wants to talk about and he's got his kit off well done you and it's not like that at all you are vulnerable and you are relatively shy actually in real life yeah and it's it's not as if you're walking around in really skinny tight clothes all the time trying to get not all the time just (laughs) not on the (laughs) not in the weekday um but no, you're not a guy that's looking to get his kids off every five seconds in Ibiza or on Mykonos or something. You're not that type of person, which is what I find really interesting about you.
2: No, thank you. Yeah, and it it, it is. You're you're totally right. You know, this isn't a vanity cause. You know, this is this is yes, the image is there to capture attention. But the the, the nicest thing I possibly get with this whole cause is when people say I was initially drawn to your to your blog through your image, yeah. But now it's your writing that I I, I like to see and. I'm like bingo thank you so that's the nicest thing anyone can say to me because if I was just writing and there was none of these images out there maybe five people might read them you know and yeah. as it is you know, it's a small audience that's built, and it's building. And and um, you know, and let's be honest, it's 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 created a story that's now led to me sitting here with you. You know, it's been part of it. Perhaps if I was just writing normal blogs about mental health, we'd have sat on the plane, and you'd have been like, "Oh, good luck with it." You know, I'm sure it's yeah. going to go well. But there was a story about this, and something captured your attention. And unfortunately
1: for you, you're now sat here with me. Let me take your kit off as well. I well, that's the thing because oh, <laughs> I. Hated the idea, like absolutely hated it. And I'll tell you why. I, I used to present a show called This Morning. And on my first month, 2011, I think this was, um, Gino De Campo, the chef on the programme, mm-hmm. made a bet with Holly Willoughby and, and Philip Schofield that if we won at the NTA Awards, he would cook naked. And I'm in the next part of the studio waiting to go live. And, and I didn't listen to that. And they threw over to me and went, are you going to do the same? I went, yeah, sure. And at that time, I had no idea what the NTAs were. I was brand new to National t- TV. I wasn't listening to them I didn't know I agreed to I uh, thought nothing of it and as it came closer to the NTA awards they were building up this press thing and I think people got caught up with the if we win Matt and Gino are going to get naked and, and it really bothered me because I didn't realise at the time how cynical people were in London especially within that building like oh he's coming over here now he's just going to get his kits off <laughs> oldest trick in the book and like I felt like I felt very vulnerable mm-hmm. and doing the thing because we we won the NTA award and then the next day we had to come in. Gino did his cookery segment naked and I did the hub element naked and I absolutely hated every single second. I wasn't body confident anyway. It was only two years since my really bad time so my confidence within myself wasn't that great anyway. And I felt that people were judging me thinking, oh, he's just got his kit off. And like which I think lots of, lots of women may feel like this because they look a certain way or do a certain thing, or they use sexuality to get, or they, all they, they get the assumption that they're using their sexuality to get where they want. And I just felt so super vulnerable. And I made a vow to myself, I am never going to do this ever again, because what get a naked, it was a bit of fun at the start. Yeah. Oh, get, get get, get your kits off. Then it turned into this massive thing in my head and, and it, it's haunted me ever since and i hate looking at it i hate the fact that it's on the internet and i hate the fact that we did this and all that type of stuff so me doing this with you was such a big deal to me i'm sweating now just thinking about it <laughs> i feel Be- guilty now because um, a, a a look against you i'm not in great shape you know and come on, Matt. um and, and we can't really do much or to what photoshop and stuff because that like, goes against everything that we believe in so i me agreeing to this was a huge deal, but also a massive part of what we're all about It's putting away your insecurities, do, facing your fears and, and and meeting you in the middle and and that's what I wanted to do. I think the naked professor's thing from your naked professor thing just felt right it gives us a it feel, we feel like we're the avengers <laughs> and a, anybody really? out there can also be a naked professor know yeah you can you can join us. It's all we're a part of, we're on this journey together. Right. Okay. Uh, right. there we go. Um that's three from me. But <laughs> that's what it was. And and I thought if man you're you're sticking your neck out in the line and your bum, I'm going to join you there. And and I and I actually feel good about it. It's incredible. In a weird way because that's my story. I felt weird about getting naked. Now I've done it. And it's for the right reasons this time. Not to try and win an NTA award. Yeah. It's it's, it's because I to, into it. you bullied me into it, <laughs> not because we want to draw people's attention to this wider issue about mental health. And I think, bring it on. That's it. And I think,
2: I hope we're going to play a role here as men. You know, there's all these stats around suicide, male suicides. Three quarters of suicides come from men, um, and you know, there's, there's a lot of information there about how men are are struggling to to share that. You know, and a lot of these suicides, unfortunately, come from people who. People had no idea that there was a problem at all, you know, because it's kept within. Everything is buried, you mm-hmm. know, and it's eating them up, unfortunately. And and these silhouettes of these two naked men, I hope, can become uh, a figurehead for men to open up, to share, to be vulnerable, mm. to have conversations. Because when we have these conversations, you'll learn that you're not on your own, you know. Yes. And... Um, I hope that we can just act those silhouettes, these naked silhouettes that we, we we've got can act as a bit of a a a, a figurehead to, to that movement of helping men to say, Let's open up, let's bear all, let's remove our masks. You yes. Know? And and that I think can be really powerful for us. I hope you know um, we, we
1: want we want to draw people's attention to this 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 conversation, the huge taboo that surrounds mental illness, mental health, yeah. depression, anxiety, all the different types of stuff. Yeah. We want to, and as well, it seems so complicated and scary. We want to bring it down to everybody's level yeah. because I was scared of it when I first started looking into it. So I, I hope people can listen to us and to and help them compartmentalize to help them understand it. And we are going to be getting special guests on. Yeah, are, um, if they'll talk to us. If they'll talk to us. Yeah. Um, and, and they're going to be people from all walks of life, from all different levels of fame and, and individuality. So anybody that's right for the show and we'll be talking a lot about male masculinity i think that's a huge thing at the moment obviously because we're two guys you know i want to that's what is the place of a man in the world Mm -hmm. and uh, depression anxiety what is it like for a woman in this world you know Mm. everything
2: who are we meant to be as men who
1: are we you know what's going on what's happening and hopefully we can by having a conversation you can invite people in to listen to it pick up bits of information to then start their own journey into their their own mind Stop and I'm mind. so sorry that's four for me I'm going to get so drunk later <laughs> and, and, but it, it's like 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 we say we, we could talk about this all day yeah. couldn't we
2: yeah and can I just say though I want not to interrupt but you know with this with these with these celebrities who who, who we want to interview celebrities is the wrong word but people of interest you know we want to make this a relatable relatable you know everyone all these figureheads all these people that perhaps so many aspire to be and they look idolised and they're they're heroes and they worship you know everyone's got a story and everyone's been through difficulties Mm -hmm. you know and we look at them we put them on this pedestal but they've had their difficulties they've had their challenges you know and, and, and I really want to share those stories get to the bottom of actually some real life stories this isn't the glitz and the glamour of Instagram, of all the you know the red carpets and everything else. This is actually yeah. what's really going on. You know, this is the truth. Um, and have some of those really vulnerable conversations that perhaps you don't often hear. You know, yeah. we're going to do it playfully. I don't. This isn't going to be everyone sitting here in tears and everyone's going to you know that we're, we're going to drive everyone into a into a low mood. But we we want to get to the bottom of that. And and, and if we can encourage them. To take maybe a little bit of their clothes off and show a bit of their vulnerability. Or you, you
1: want other people to do well, it too. Uh, I mean, oh, look at you!
2: <laughs> I'm <laughs> bored of be... doing it on my own. I've got you. in
1: <laughs> <laughs> who, who else can we rope in? The entire world. Maybe in a couple of years' time, we can get the world record for the most amount of naked people. Is <laughs> somewhere. Who knows? Let's dream. Let's dream. Uh, is, <laughs> but that's what we want. Let us know if uh, if you want us to interview somebody that you care about. And uh, if you're listening, if you're somebody out there that wants to speak to us, just speak to us. We. But our instagram page at yes. the naked professors um all the links and all the ratings all the subscriptions whatever they are for this podcast they're all there and we see this comes from a good place does not it our yeah. motivations are true this comes from a loving place we want to help and we want people to listen and to feel like they're being listened to
2: that's it i couldn't say it better let's open up let's make the discussions happen let's let's be vulnerable let's you know let's change the perception of what mental health is
1: absolutely right ben I am so looking forward to this. Me too. That was fun. That was so much fun. That's it. That's our first one done. Woo-hoo. Well done. Subscribe for more.